Unexpected holiday. I tried Anthony's phone again but it went straight to voicemail. I had tried calling him all day, but he would not answer me. I felt as if I was living in a nightmare. The man I loved was, refusing to talk to me. He had basically broken up with me at this point. Was I that easy to fall out of love with? Had I known I would have never risked my heart like that. It was the beginning of summer and I was alone in my room, moping. It might as well have been winter for me. I could have sworn there were ice glaciers falling right outside my window. My boyfriend of two years had just decided to break up with me a few days before my birthday. His reason was that he had fallen out of love with me. I chugged more vodka as I tried his phone again. This time it did not even ring. It just went silent. He must have blocked my sister's number after figuring out that I was the one calling. If he could only just answer the phone so that we could figure this out. Surely there was a way for us to rekindle that spark. I finished up my vodka and went to my sister Lana's room to ask her for more. I knew that. She always had a stash. I could have gone to our wine cellar but my mother had forbade me. After my drinking spree yesterday so I had to make do with what I could smuggle in. I was. Not usually like this but what I was going through was terrible. Have you ever had someone rip the rug from beneath your feet while there was glass underneath it? Yeah, a shattered heart was ten times worse. I could not breathe for every bit of air felt like acid in my lungs. I had tried to forget but how could one forget their own heart? I ached for his touch, his kiss, his everything. Gosh, was this how death felt like? He was supposed to be my forever, my constant but instead he was my ruin. His beautiful blonde hair and baby blue eyes were one of the reasons I thought he was an angel. I was not wrong. He was an angel with a sledgehammer. I knocked Lana's door and she opened a second later. Unlike most siblings, we were close. I think that it was because of our special bond as twins. She and I were always there for each other in times of happiness and sorrow. Feeling any better? She asked softly. I walked in and sat on her navy blue bed. Nah, but vodka heals right. I smirked. She laughed and sat down beside me. I see. I think you should rest for a bit. We should talk instead, she suggested. My first instinct was to tell her where to get off, but how could I? She was basically the only thing, keeping me sane and I would not dare push her away. I would not mind. I smiled faintly. I know I don't say this a lot but I really love you. You have always made sure that I was happy. You have always protected me. You are a special person because you radiate only. Goodness, you have been hurt by a person who took your love for weakness. However, I know that you can rise above this. There is no one who can break you, she said. I felt my eyes becoming teary. She always knew the right thing to say at the right time. This was why I trusted her with my life. I knew that she would always have my back. I do not know what I did to deserve you but thank you so much for your kind words sis. I smiled faintly. I have an amazing idea. I am such a genius OMG. My friend Kate is visiting her family's ranch tomorrow. She had asked me to visit her tomorrow. Please come with me. She begged, doing puppy dog eyes. She was just so precious. Fine. I guess it would do me good to get out of town for a bit and clear my mind. I do not think I can handle seeing his face for the rest of the summer, I said, getting up to go in. Heck, it had been a while since I had last gone anywhere so I was very excited. The ranch was not my scene but I was pretty sure we were going to have fun. I quickly said my goodbyes to her then scurried back to my room. Firstly I went to my closet to look for my best outfits. I might have not looked like it at the moment but I was extremely stylish. I had yet to meet a person who could rival me in style. I had reason to believe that we would be there for a while so I decided to pack quite a lot of things. I packed shirts, shorts, pants, scarves, coats and a lot of shoes. By the time I was finished packing, my bags could barely close. I slumped down on my bed and took out my iPad. I knew that he had blocked me everywhere. 
but I had my ways. I promised myself that this was the last time that I would look through his Instagram. I noticed that he had posted a new story so naturally I clicked it thus making the biggest mistake of my life. He was at a home with some other guy, cuddling him. The caption, read, day well spent. My heart hit the bottom at that point. This was why he did not love me anymore. It was not because of something I had done. No, he had fallen in love with someone else. He did not even have the audacity to inform me. The nerve of some people. Right there I decided that I was done with him. In fact I was done with love. What was the point of it all? I switched off my device and went to sleep. The next morning, Lana woke me up early so that we could get on the road. It was going to be a long drive as the farm was five hours away. I got up, my head threatening to crack my skull. It was terrible nursing a hangover when you had to go on a trip. I drank some headache. Pills then got ready. I dressed in my black jeans, white t-shirt and leather jacket along with a pair of dark sunglasses. The sunglasses were mainly there to hide the dark circles under my eyes. We had a quick breakfast after saying goodbye to our parents then we were off. I will drive in the second half. I screamed running to the passenger seat before Lana could even take a step towards it. I planned to get a few more hours of sleep before my turn for driving came. Lana just shrugged and got into the driver's seat. Very well. I will get you for this, she smirked as she started the car. I simply nodded then, nodded off to sleep. I had vivid dreams that I could not run away from. He was there, everywhere in my dreams. No matter where I went I could not escape that nightmare of a person oh what awful luck I had. After a few hours, Lana woke me up so that I could drive. We both got up and exchanged. Seats, do you want to sleep? I asked her. She shook her head and I connected my phone to the radio. Driving while listening to music was simply the best thing ever. We sang terribly and danced even more terribly during the drive. Then the song came on. Anthony and I's favorite song from dusk till dawn. Lana made a move to remove it but I shook my head. There was no way I could let a song destroy my composure. I could sit through a single song. As the song played, the memories came back. How he and I met at the ice skating rink. He had found my routine very enchanting and came to get an autograph. I am sure one would find it ridiculous and I agreed. I had laughed at him, saying that he could only ask for my autograph when I had won an Olympic gold medal. That had been the start of a very beautiful friendship that later blossomed into a beautiful relationship. Unfortunately the honeymoon phase came to an end when I broke my leg and had to quit skating. He had been with me in the beginning but soon he began growing distant. I could not fathom why and when I asked him he said that he was just busy with work. I eventually recovered and began walking. He was the first person I wanted to find out so I walked all the way to surprise him at his house. He had been thrilled for me but I could see that something was bothering him so I nagged him about it so he came clean. He told me that he loved me but not as much as before. He just did not feel that spark with the anymore. I am not going to lie, I was gutted. My whole world imploded in a matter of a few seconds. I left his house shattered and went home. That is where I had been for the whole week, moping in my room. We reached the ranch in the late afternoon after getting a bit lost in town. Luckily we got some help from a local old woman. Little Rose Ranch was very big and beautiful. It was located near some lush green trees. There was a hill just behind it and a long path leading to it. The main house was a double story made of wood. It was actually really pretty for a ranch. We saw a family standing by the porch which I assumed was Kate's family. They ran up to meet us excitedly. They looked very friendly so I instantly felt at ease in their presence. There was a middle-aged woman with black hair and warm brown eyes along with a man, whom I assumed was her husband who was bald with baby blue eyes. There was also a girl 
who seemed to be my age with short black hair and brown eyes whom I assumed was Kate. Lastly there was a boy, no a man who looked yummy enough to eat. I'm okay I was getting carried away here but he was gorgeous. He had wavy black hair and baby blue eyes. He had a slight stumble around his curved pink lips which looked very kissable. He was also wearing a tight white t-shirt with biceps that were dying to burst out. I sucked in my breath as he looked at me with his smoldering eyes and winked. Catch me before I fall, I whispered to Lana. Everyone this is my brother Marcus and Marcus this is Mr. and Mrs. Rothschild and you've met Kate but not her brother Dorian. She chucked. I stepped on her foot for teasing me. She glared at me with a look of you will pay later. We entered the main house and were taken to our rooms. Since it was holiday season and there were many guests, I had to share with Dorian and Lana with Kate. Well, welcome to my room, he grinned, opening his room. It was really neat and well, furnished with a few pictures of horses on the walls. It only had one bed though. After dinner the others played games but I was tired so I retired to Dorian and I's room and slept. I was peacefully sleeping when suddenly I felt myself being shaken. It was Kate and Dorian. Come on you sleep like a rock, we have to get there before get caught. She whispered. I groggily got off the bed and followed the two of them. We met up with Lana at the back of the house and kept walking. We walked for about 10 minutes until we reached a lake. Everyone stripped to their underwear and jumped into the ice-cold water. Lana and Kate swam off to the other side so I assumed they had some girl talk to get to, leaving Dorian in. Me. I looked at him. He looked at me. His intense eyes were burning with mischief. I could practically smell it on him. And damn did he smell amazing. Your boyfriend is lucky you know, he said. Um I don't have a boyfriend, I blushed. I have no idea why I was blushing to be honest. Oh sorry, my bad. That is good for me, he said. I opened my mouth to ask what he meant. But before I could utter a word he was kissing me. I felt my body tingle with fire as I kissed him back. I do not know why I was doing this but it felt so right in the moment. Get a room, one of the girls shouted and they both whistled and made kissy noises. I giggled and pulled away from him. Wanna get out of here? I asked. He grinned and started getting out of the water. We said goodbye to the girls then made our way back to the ranch. We snuck in through the back door, being extra careful to not wake the parents up. We quietly tiptoed down the hall and entered our room. Our faces were flushed with excitement and the fear of getting caught. It was the first time I had felt alive in a long time. We barely knew each other but my heart seemed to know him, my soul too. We stumbled onto the bed. This man was clearly very experienced. After a while, he stopped and looked at me smirking. Why did you stop? I pouted. Hush, more tomorrow. He smiled. You better? I winked then I sank down onto my pillow. That night I slept more peacefully than I had in a very long time. I did not have restless dreams where I was haunted by my past. Lover, I just slept like a baby. The next morning I woke up to the smell of something delicious being made. I quickly freshened up and made my way to the kitchen. I found him, shirtless with messy hair and a spoon in his hand. On the table I saw all kinds of things. There was cereal, bacon, eggs, pancakes, syrup and toast. And he can cook too? Wow. What a catch, I thought. He turned around and grinned. Oops I had accidentally said that out loud. Good morning sleepyhead. I am glad to see that you are still as attracted to me as ever. He smirked. I felt my face heat up at his flirtatious comment. What can I say? I am a guy who really digs guys who cook while shirtless, I said. I made my way over to him and licked some syrup that was left in a bowl and kissed him. It felt so magical sharing the sweet syrup between us. It was really magical to say the least. We were still busy when suddenly someone cleared their throat. I turned around then instantly froze. 
It was his mother. She winked then came over to take a seat. Right behind her was everyone else. Two particular people looked really sleepy, as if they had been swimming all night. Well you two look well rested, I said to Kate and Lana. Lana rolled her eyes and mimed, stabbing me with her fork. We continued eating breakfast and talked about anything and everything. During that small period of breakfast, I got to know Dorian more. I could not wait to get to know him more. Over the summer. So, kids what are you gonna get up to today? Mr. Rothschild asked. Shopping? The girls chirped. You know it is your turn to take the guests riding Kate, Mrs. Rothschild said. I can do it, and Marcus can help too, Dorian suddenly said. My heart skipped a beat, I was going to spend more time with him. What a dream come true. We looked at each other in the eyes and grinned. Yes, the girls screamed and high-fived each other. So they went shopping and Dorian and I helped the guests while he showed me around. And, let us just say that we got to know each other a whole lot more during the rest of the summer. So maybe love was not so bad. I would give it a shot. The End Thanks for watching.